0: Uh, in a business everything is sales related everything is a sell right when you're trying to get someone to go your direction or to get on track or start an initiative or complete a training that you're putting in front of them you have to sell them first right Uh, sometimes we just want better sales for our team but we have to sell our
1: team first and get them on board Welcome welcome to the service mvp podcast this, this is where you go to learn how to use pure motive service to create higher value to grow your results. Grow your results. And now, here is your host, America's Service Sales Coach, Joe Crisera. Welcome to the Service MVP Podcast, and I am Joe Crisera, America's Service Sales Coach, here again with another exciting episode. And this week, we are going to bring on one of my very best friends, Whose name is Danny Zatterain? Danny is uh, the person who we have uh, taken on the initiative to lead our total immersion training program for field staff, office staff, and leadership. Danny, welcome to the podcast today.
0: Thank you so much, Uncle Joe. I really appreciate it. I feel honored to be here.
1: Well, Danny, a lot of people may not know, and you're kind of hidden in plain sight, uh, you know, and I know you're not a real big self-promoter like some of the bigger Uh, names that are out there but definitely we're trying to trying to encourage you to get your name out there more and this is an attempt to do that Danny. Uh, Danny why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, how it is you got the road from where you came to uh, leading our total immersion training and in this episode everybody Danny's going to talk about a really important subject which is three critical steps to training your team and so I can't wait to hear those three steps Danny why don't you tell us a little bit about your background and how you wound up here.
0: For sure, Uncle Joe. Well, listen, I, I don't know. Uh, uh, to be honest with you, I, I never expected to be here in this place. And I, I just want to say, first off, that I'm very fortunate to uh, to be able to do something that I'm so passionate about and that changes people's lives. But um, at, it, it was a couple of years ago when one of my friends kind of reached out to me knowing I was in sales management and I'd been in sales management for years, um, kind of asking for help with uh, their performance, the sales performance of a of an HVAC team, right, or a team that had four different uh, divisions. We did uh, HVAC plan Electrical and roofing, and so um, so he kind of you know called and said, "Hey, I need some help with uh, with sales. You think you can help us?" And we went through a couple of interviews and and kind of talked about what the job and was all about. And I'm gonna be honest with you, I thought it would be a piece of cake, right? Sales is sales everywhere, is what I thought. So I took on the challenge. I was very excited about it, and it was probably about a month in when I realized I had absolutely no idea what I was doing, and it was a very <laughs> different kind of sales, right, than any other industry. You know that.
1: Well, kudos for you for uh, being self aware, Danny. That's the biggest, the first step of being able to work for our team for sure.
0: Absolutely, 100%. Well, and part of being self-aware, right, is knowing when and where to look for help. So I did, and I kind of took off and started taking some training programs. You know, some of the most popular ones out there, and joined several different, several different, uh, you know, best practice groups and stuff like that. Went through a couple of different ones that didn't really match the feel for our company or or the values, right, that we had as a company. And so, um, yeah, I just kind of kept looking until I found Service MEP. And, and it was then once I took that program that, it, you know, the values really clicked uh, for us as a company and, um, and doing the right thing and be, really believing in what you're doing, right? And being able to, to go to sleep knowing that you help somebody as opposed to taking advantage of somebody. So when I realized that program fit, uh, I went ahead and took that program and onboarded uh, another couple of guys and uh, realized that the performance immediately turned around. So that was really, really fun. Uh, and I think you probably remember this when uh, I realized that it worked well and I wanted to train the rest of the team. And we went through, a, a, I asked my old boss, right, for, a, you know, overtime hours and uh, for us to be able to come in early and do that daily training for this program. And and at first, it was a definite no, right? Uh, and and I had a, a little bit of a hard time selling the value myself to my company uh, of this program. And then you stepped in. And got us right on track. Uh, So we did that. We did an initiative uh, that you kind of helped kind of put in place, right, where we would train about 90 minutes a day for three weeks straight. Uh, Everyone went through a graduation with with our partner, Chris, right, Chris Kalamusa. Uh, So everyone graduated the program and literally the month right after that. uh, And then now I'm not going to lie, we definitely had other factors in place, right? For example, we were going through a rebranding through Dan Antonelli. Uh, So I I know that definitely helped get us out there in the market. And uh, but the very next month after we finished our training, we did a record sales month of over $600,000 when I think before the most we'd ever done in our company was about 150. Uh, So it was a really big, substantial change to our performance there as a team, right? Uh, I loved it and, uh, it was great. Uh, our performance was getting better. And then of course I got stuck not knowing how to hold my team accountable, came to one of your performance coach classes and kind of, you helped me get the team back on track again. And that's how kind of our, our relationship started, right? With service MVP.
1: Yeah. And, uh, definitely when you became available on the market, uh, eventually you wound up leaving and, uh, we definitely snatched it right up and then, uh, a great trip, a a good journey uh, for both of us. Uh, Danny, let's go and get right to the content here right now, which is the three critical steps to train your team to make that next step to record sales. I mean, I know it's branding is an important part of it, but you know, I say branding sells the company before the doorbell rings. What we do is sell the company at doorbell rings to make sure we do that. If you don't mind, let's go ahead and start with those three critical steps so everybody can hear can realize that you know if you're if you're a service tech or a salesperson who's listening to say you can use this to evaluate your own company to see how you are being trained and if the training is effective because it's possible to do the training and have it not effective and then the second step is if you're a leader or an owner of a company evaluate yourself to see if this is three steps that you are following these three steps if you are congratulations if you're not well, Danny is here to help you and so am I. So Danny, if you don't mind, let's go on to step number one. What is the first step uh, you need to, the first critical step, I must say, to train your team?
0: Absolutely. So Uncle Joe, the first and probably one of the most critical steps, and a lot of us are very, uh, are kind of tempted to skip it, but that would be to sell your team first.
1: What do you um, mean by that, Danny? So, because so I hear a lot of owners say, I'm not a salesperson, I'm just an owner of a company. Uh, so yeah. you're telling me that the leader of the company has to be a salesperson too?
0: Well, I'm going to be completely honest with you, Uncle Joe. I think every cent in, in, in every way uh, in a business, everything is sales related. Everything is a sell, right? When you're trying to get someone to go your direction or to get on track or start an initiative or complete a training that you're putting in front of them, you have to sell them first, right? Uh, sometimes we just want better sales for our team, but we have to sell our team first and get them on board. It's, it's that thing that we call voluntary commitment that is most important because it really encourages ownership and willingness when it comes to following through with training and actually being accountable for the results for it right
1: got it got it and so uh tell us how what is the best way to some anything any tips you could give us so the leaders of the company can sell the team to make sure they're on board and committed
0: 100 you know and uncle joe uh, throughout this last year and a half of teaching total immersion one of my favorite things has been the people that i've met right and i've met amazing you know technicians and trainers around the country uh, that implement these things and do an amazing job uh, added one of them being uh, at blanca uh, rodriguez i think you met her at one of our total immersion events with lee's air she was she was actually telling me uh, that one of the most important things when getting your team to voluntarily commit to a goal is that the goal becomes, the goal has to be their goal right? And they have to trust you and know that you care for them. Uh, So one of the most important things is just having that onboarding conversation right at the beginning uh, to make sure that any initiative that you're trying to move forward, whether it's training or if you're trying to get them back on track, that you have that conversation kind of like, hey, Joe, you know, we're moving over to a new process that's going to allow you to make the most return on investment for the time you're spending here at Service MEP. Uh, And in fact, it's actually proven to increase results by almost three times. So and the best part about it is that it's not focused on sales, but providing the best service so, and I know you're passionate about that. So uh, what do you think? Do I have your support on this?
1: Yeah. So getting people support, the, g- getting that closing in a way, <clears throat> but getting that support and I call enrolling people is what you're doing there, Danny. Blanca is a wise person. She works at Lee's uh, Lee's service up there in uh, I think Fresno, I think it is. And for Tom Howard. She does. So yeah, de- definitely. Definitely is a, a, definitely one of our signature clients for sure. Danny, I think that is an important thing because the team's not sold. You know, you could try to lead them. But I'm sure the culture kills everything or the culture feeds everything in a way. Does that make sense? Right.
0: Exactly. 100%. You know, the, the bottom line is that you can't expect positivity in implementing something new unless there's excitement in the training and onboarding for the training, right?
1: Now, would you say this is an individual commitment you're getting, or is it a group setting you would get this commitment from people? So, how would you how would you put that? Just make sure people get it right. Should, should you do this as a crowd or do it individually? What do you think?
0: Well, I think it definitely depends on the initiative that you're trying to promote, right? But for the most part, I think it definitely needs to be an individual one-on-one conversation. It doesn't have to be super extensive, right? It can just be a quick meeting and conversation, just like the one I was having with you. But getting individual commitment from your team is definitely most important. I mean, so important that Blanca, for example, right, six uh six technicians are doing about 60 percent of the profit uh over in her place and i mean they're averaging close to three million each it's a really high performing group that requires individual onboarding and and buy-in right
1: yeah so getting those people committed so it doesn't make a difference to get everybody let's just get the people you can't just do what you can right there you go wow danny that is a great advice and of course Danny is always on Facebook. If you want to get more from him, he will, you know, he's, he's so gracious. He sometimes works too hard. I would try and tell him the brakes a little bit, dude, you're probably giving out too much. Danny, number two, what's the number two critical step to training your team?
0: Oh, number two, this one's super important. You have to be committed as a leader. You have to be committed through action.
1: Tell me more about that. So at, by action, that's, uh, that, that says a lot there, right? And I think that's yeah. uh, probably the key The key thing, commitment is one thing, I think we all hear that word, but action is uh, different than. Could you expand on that a little bit more?
0: Sure, absolutely. So there's, you can say you're committed to a new process, right? And you can even commit money to a new initiative, like signing up for training, right? But good leaders can relate because they've been there, right? And it's important that leaders to complete the appropriate training that is, is, you know, for, for them to be able to lead their team through a training. So commitment through action, more than anything, I remember back when I was doing this training, We signed up for your training. We decided this is the one. We love it. Uh, We actually paid for it, right? We did our membership and everything. And it was kind of like a checkbox. So it's like, okay, sales training, done right? But there was no action or or, or follow through, right? It was just a kind of like a verbal and even a monetary commitment, but there was no actual action towards it. And one of the, this reminds me of another amazing person that I met, uh, Idan from do a right plumbers there in California. Uh, I was super impressed by him because he actually came to total immersion before he sent his team. It was just him and one of his managers. And he said to me, and I quote, I would never put my guys through a training that I have not taken myself. And I'm like, Uh, "That's that's a leader that's got it right."
1: So the step one of commitment by action is that, you know, go through the training, be ahead of the team. If you're going to lead the team, don't try to say the team should do it. I'll sit in my office in the ivory tower, take the training first as a leader. So you can, you can understand and interpret what they're going to learn. Right. What's another level of commitment that's obviously doing the training first. So you can be ahead of the team, not to answer questions for the team when they have it. Not that you got to be a salesperson or a service person, but you should know, the system they're being trained on so you can support right. that training in a way, right? Uh, Absolutely. What's another level of commitment that is a big mistake here that I think a lot of people make, a second level of commitment, which is just really the ultimate action, which is to do what?
0: Oh, well, definitely graduation.
1: Hmm. But to get to graduation, accountable. What, uh, what, what about scheduling it though to make sure we're scheduling this training?
0: Oh, 100%. So when we tried to do it, remember I told you, I just kind of gave the guys their logins and said, watch these videos, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and of course, there was nothing on the schedule or on the board or anything like that, nothing set aside for them. So of course, uh, you know, how many people do you think completed that training?
1: Not too many. Not too many. <laughs> I, I don't, think, I don't <laughs> think even
0: one of them actually put completed the training until we actually uh, set aside from 7 to 8.30 in the morning where we would all mm-hmm. come in together and do this training together as a team.
1: Number one, enrolling, taking commitment to make sure you go first to take the training. Number two, scheduling it. And now we're going to go to number three, which is where you landed before. Here we are. The yeah. third step, the critical step, if you will, because when it suck? the leader takes the training, he puts all the people through the training, but they don't do this final critical. This is the critical third step. And you mentioned it before, but go ahead and say it again, Danny. What is it that?
0: Is, it's graduation.
1: Now, what does that mean, graduation, Dan? Tell me what that, how does that entail? Really, like people are probably scratching their head, like I have meetings every week with my team, but when you have a <laughs> meeting no with your team every week. Right? What's, what's, an, what's an important part of having those meetings, you think?
0: Yeah, it's, it's that final step that really makes the training real right? It's this place where you come to full accountability. So it can look very different depending on the type of training you're doing in the meeting that you have, right? It doesn't always have to be like this big deal with some certificate, um, but it does have to be a time where that is set aside for the employee to be able to demonstrate that they understand the training, right? Where you actually celebrate the effort that they made to understand the material and then create an action plan for immediate implementation. That's what's important. And what does that mean? Well, that means accountability, right? And that's why graduations are so important because it sets the stage for full accountability now that they
1: understand. So once somebody has graduated by, by being tested in a way, I mean, if, we, if you think about it, if you're going to get a license as a plumber, electrician, or an HVAC guy, you get a license, they're not going to just say, we trained you online. They're going to say, come in and take the final test, right? And I think that's the thing about it. There's this event that takes place for a ten- test. Now, when it comes to this type of thing, what are some of the tangible outcomes that and how does this benefit the owner to really put to, to really take that event and make it happen? How can that benefit the team? The bet in, in your opinion, what's the be, what's the reason why that benefits the team so much?
0: Well, and actually, let me if I could share a story with you of one of the graduations here at one of our total immersion events this year, Uncle Joe. I uh, sure. really stuck with Mia. Uh, his name is Blake. He's with uh, Rice and Shine garage door uh, and Blake I actually asked him permission to share this story but uh, Blake came to total immersion and, and uh, you know he was you know he, he talked to to his team and stuff like that but he went and said um uh, when his graduation came about uh, you could tell he was a bit nervous right just like everyone else and, and our graduation of total immersion is, is to kind of a big deal right so we go through a call simulation and and you have to handle objections and do a presentation and and, and be able to close a deal right and so when he came he was nervous just like everyone else was nervous but the funny thing Thing happened whenever he actually graduated. When I finally said, "Hey, you did it! Congratulations! You're officially a pure motive service provider," and it was almost like the blood just kind of left his face. Hmm. He was—he uh, got even more nervous after the graduation was over, and and I was kind of like, "Oh, Blake, are you okay?" And, and you know, he was—he he looked like he was a little, you know, agitated. And so and we kind of helped him sit down, and we got him some water and stuff like that. And then afterwards, he came up to uh, to us to, to tell us that. All throughout his life, Blake, every time he had to do a presentation or talk in front of people, he would either skip school or just not show up. He went through school in his entire life without ever speaking in public in front of anyone and hmm. so and I was like Blake why didn't you say anything to anyone and, and Blake was like well no I just you know when you when you talked about this at the beginning and doing the opposite I thought well this is my chance to do it and to do it myself right and to, and and I just wanted to take on this challenge for myself alone and so after that he said his confidence was absolutely through the roof he went back and and his performance was uh, significantly different than it was before. His bosses actually gave him a promotion. Uh, he uh, he was his performance was uh, so much better that uh, he he earned the respect of his boss and his coworkers. And uh, he's doing an amazing job over there. Uh, I was just talking to him earlier today. He said he actually told me uh, that what changed the most was his confidence after graduating, after knowing that he could could go through you know with this benchmark sheet from beginning to end and, uh, and yes his performance got better and the trust of his you know uh, coworkers and his bosses was there but that is all related to the confidence that he got uh, from knowing that he's doing the right thing for people so graduation is just such an important step before we used to follow this process and maybe it wasn't so functional and now we follow this process and there has to be that really really uh, uh, defined change right in order to hold someone accountable
1: so you're saying if you hold the meeting in your company that the meeting should have a graduation to make sure you prove or attest that you know what we just trained on today. That's what, that's the, the summary. 100%. About.
0: Even if it's what, just a small role play, just like the one Blake and I did.
1: What about the pressure? I mean, with today's people, uh, I know that back in the day when I was going, I went through all kinds of stuff, you know, with the, you know, different wars and recessions and stuff like that. So we always got like a pressure on people. Today, I don't think that there seems like there's much that people don't respond to pressure so much. as Is pressure an important part of uh, achievement? What do you think about that?
0: Well, of course it is. Uh, nothing nothing worthwhile is achieved uh, unless you you have that pressure to achieve it, right? Uh, so it's, it's most important. to And, and really, uh, we look at pressure sometimes or, or stress uh, as, a, as a negative thing a lot of the time. So when it comes to graduation, Uncle Joe, it's kind of like the save button in your brain. Right. It's kind of like hitting that save button on a Word document, right? Or on a on something that you're working on. Uh, that being able to perform under pressure like that uh, when you're, you're just role-playing with somebody, right? And graduating a new initiative uh, makes it so much easier for you to do it in real life uh, afterwards. So.
1: I could go on for hours as as usual. They always say a great meeting starts on time, I said a good meeting starts on time, but a great one ends on time. Uh, we're about wrapping it up at the end of this meeting, and I definitely appreciate you giving us those three critical steps to training your team. Danny, uh, how can people attend one of the trainings that you do? So you got the total immersion field and service and salespeople, where you learn how to do lead turnovers and things like that, and also how to just do the benchmark sheet that gets people there. The office staff training for dispatchers and customer service reps to make sure that you prioritize the calls, dispatch one call at a time, and learn how to do call by call dispatch there. And you also have the leadership training, how to create performance groups and how to scale this uh, success. Danny, how do people get a hold of you and how can they be able to sign up uh, to get one of your trainings?
0: Just go to ServiceMVP.com. You can go to uh, TotalImmersionSales.com on our website. All of our classes are listed there where you can click and take a look and get a little more information about it and purchase your tickets and reserve your seats. Uh, You can reach out to me, uh, Danny, at ServiceMVP.com, and I'll be glad to sign you up for a class or just call our office, and we'll be able to sign you up for uh, any one of those classes.
1: And that office number is 877-764-6304. That's 877-764-6304. All right, everybody. Danny, thank you so much for being here today. I definitely appreciate your contribution. Definitely, it's a pleasure to have you here.
0: Thanks for your time, Michael Joe.